This is Let's Talk Battle Rap. I am France. We're here to talk about some of these breaking news announcements that was made last night. Boy, oh boy. Battle Rap is in full effect. It was like one meteor just coming from the sky and simultaneously then another meteor coming from the sky. Then an earthquake happening all at once. Like my world was shaking up last night. And honestly, I, I, I thought I was excited for the gauntlet of events that I had, but I'm, I'm even more excited now, especially seeing the results and the matches that was announced. So let's get into it, right? Let's, 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 let's waste no time. Uh, late last night, <laughs> around 9 o'clock to be exact, Chrome 23 makes an announcement. Easy to block captain versus Geechee Gotti in Philadelphia, September 16th, on a card called I Do What I Want. Very fitting title of the event for the superstar of the league. No doubt about that. Okay, everybody that's in media already kind of got a whiff of this battle happening, right? Like, we knew Easy and Geechee was going to be a thing this year. We we foreshadowed it. Um, we heard the rumblings. It was supposed to be a thing that probably could have happened in August. Got pushed back for reasons that we are unaware of. But nonetheless, we, here we are, right? Here we are. The match is here. And I got to say, um, this battle being in Philly has a very interesting wrinkle and dynamic that I did not expect. I didn't expect this. You know what I'm saying? When I heard about this match, I definitely thought it would be back in New York, back in Sony Hall. You know what I'm saying? Go two for two. Sony Hall, obviously, still to this, so far this year, I want to say the Chrome Anniversary event was the event that I went to that I felt the most electricity from. And now that this is a road game for Geechee and a, and a home game for Easy, it's a very interesting dynamic because, yes, we've seen Easy at home recently, right? He battled Big T on Battle Academy. He's battled Reed Dollars on his league in the trenches. But that's not easy on a stage. You know what I'm saying? That's not easy on a stage. You know what I'm saying? You're going to have easy on a big stage, maybe a venue that might hold a thousand plus people. I don't know yet. We will find out and see. But I'm going to assume that with these two magnitude of names colliding against each other, that you're going to have to have a place that has a lot of space. Uh, so a lot of tickets. I have, no, I have no doubt that they will do that. And, you know, Geechee Gotti obviously has his legendary round that helped them kind of seal the deal to win his second uh, title of champion of the year in 2019 against Tay Rock in Philadelphia. You know, everybody talks about the battle. His last two rounds is a drop off, whatever. Let's just focus on what he was able to accomplish in that round, in that battle, in that city. Okay. Almost the same circumstances. You're giving an angle that's fresh, brand new, you can get creative with it. It's good enough that simplistic, hard-hitting haymakers could be very effective for it. This person has yet to hear bars of this of this nature. You know, Geezy does have a battle prior to Geechee, but in the 92nd round against his ass on GTX, it ain't go, that, that ain't the messenger we want to deliver the message, right? So Geechee obviously has this angle available to him that we all know what it is. And if you don't know what it is, uh, hello, where have you been the last couple of weeks? Go, just go on any of these YouTube channels. You'll catch up. Um... Will that same angle render effectiveness in Philadelphia? Will Geechee be able to turn the crowd against Easy in Philly? Now, listen, one thing about Philly, we know this much. Easy is, is strongly beloved, and I have no doubt that he's not somebody that will drop the ball. But Philadelphia as a city is notoriously known for booing their own, okay? They have no picks. They have no picks. That third world place has no picks, all right? You know what I'm saying? They will boo the Eagles. 
They will boo the Sixers. They'll boo everybody. They'll boo everybody. So, easy. Don't act like you're exempt. I'm pretty sure you will not do anything to warrant them to do that to you. In fact, I don't even think that can happen to you because you're, you're, you're that talented. You're that good. You're one of the best, right? But I'm just saying that you are from a city <laughs> that has no problem turning on their own. We've seen it from time and time and time and time and time again. Uh, we're going to get more in depth with the analysis of this battle when things get a little bit closer. We might do a radio roulette show tonight so you guys can go ahead and give your thoughts on this because so much to say, man. You know, unfortunately... You know, there's a bunch of interesting metrics to compare when you talk about this battle. You have all the app stats because they've battled on the same card for about three, four times. And their app metrics become really interesting because every time Easy was on the card, he had more reactions on the app than Geechee did in all those battles. He had probably a better performance. You can point to multiple times Easy's outperformed him, but all that's out the window now because this isn't going to be on the app. This isn't on URL. Um, all of the stuff that you had in the past, and this is probably dictate what's going to happen in the future so much has changed but the point i want to get at is the few times i've seen them on the same car together i have seen easy being able to outperform Geechee, and this is the first time but in the contrary this is the first time that easy will be battling somebody of the magnitude of Geechee god somebody in his realm somebody in his class like you know easy's been battling all the legends all these these top tier mantle names that you want to put on your resume so you can become an all-time great. But a lot of these guys, uh, you know, they're not as active right now. They're, they're not they're not the people that's in his ballpark. They're not a Geechee. They're not a Twerk. You know what I'm saying? They're not a they're not an A Ward. They're not a they're not an Mean. All I'm saying is people that are in his class right now that are active, you know what I'm saying, over the last couple of years. You know what I'm saying? I keep listing names of like obviously battle fonds. You know what I'm saying? That's his last battle of like that caliber of people like in his like ballpark in his class. And he's transcended past all those names. So that's why you don't see him battling those guys. But Gichigati did have an interesting quote here last night on his on his podcast. And he said, he said, easy picks his battles wisely, although I feel he's stupid for choosing me. He's been consistent to his fans and he's been on a run. I don't think he's a slouch. I just think that this is a battle he really sees there's a level in battle rap. You've battled all the names, but you haven't battled someone at that level. I see the path that you're on battling all the top names. Trust me, I did it too. Very interesting words from Geechee Gotti, but we'll, we'll, we will leave that alone for now, and we'll come back to it when it's time to. Um, we did put a Twitter poll out. Geechee Gotti is currently winning our Twitter poll 55% to Easy's 45%. So this is kind of like where the away team has like a minus three. They're like a favorite, but like minus three. You know, football season around the corner, so all you football heads, y'all know what's going on here. He's a, he's a road favorite, but it's minus three. Are you taking it? All right. Another big announcement. Uh, shout outs to the riot. You know what I'm saying? I want a big, big shout outs to the staff at the riot. Shout out to Kevin Parks. You know, he definitely messaged us um, saying we're going to enjoy some of the stuff they got coming up. If we want to be at the event, let them know. And we're definitely going to send our staff in the building, Tata and Titus. Yeah, I will be there. I will be there. We won't, we're going to set it up. And he didn't necessarily tell me what the announcement was. You know what I'm saying? I, this was actually, this caught me by surprise. It's not very often you get things to catch you by surprise immediately, but it's okay. Sometimes your ear is into the ground on so many different circuits and levels and networks. So it's okay to get that organic feel. And never did I see Rum Nitty and Jazz being a thing. You know what I'm saying? Obviously, we talked about Cody versus Wody. Could this happen? Could this be a Kings and Queens matchup? Um, but now they follow suit and created this whole theme because obviously the car is headlined by Geechee and Coffee. 
Cody versus Wody of 2021. Now you got Rum and Jazz, Cody and Wody of 2022. I want to take the time to shout out Jay Black. Big shout outs to Jay Black because this match right here is a complete fingerprint of what he's been able to create in the culture. All right. There's people in media that can obviously spread narratives, whether it's it's in the favor of whatever they want to push or not. They can help some battlers brands. They can hurt some battlers brands. They can sway some people's opinion. You know what Jay Black does? Jay Black puts money into the culture, money into the battlers, creates history, accolades, and creates matchups. All right. And that's why the majority of you guys in media, no, I'm sorry, not the majority, everybody in media will not be revered or identify the way this man is. All right. Y'all can have some of the stuff y'all want. Y'all can have, y'all can argue about views. You can argue about status. You can argue about this. You can say whatever you want to say. Nobody's able to create a dynamic matchup of this style and this theme, except somebody like him who's obviously been able to contribute with a beautiful thing like Champion of the Year and Woman of the Year. So big salute to Jay Black for that because we need to make sure that every time you see those two guys on those two uh, matches on the flyer, Geechee Coffee, Rum and Jazz, remember that's a that's a that's that's breadcrumbs from you know what I'm saying, Mr. Black Kellerman. So, but nonetheless, j- uh, Jazz and Nitty. Wow, um, because like I said earlier, this this was a match I wasn't expecting. I I don't even know what direction to go into. You know, um, there's a part of me that kind of still desired Jazz and Hustle on Summer Managed the week prior instead of them battling on the riot afterwards, only because the 10-year anniversary of Summer Madness, uh, they're both at the peak of their powers. They both were just, you know, in a in a race for Woman of the Year. They landed one and two. This is kind of reminded me of like Embiid and Jokic all these years, one and two, one and two, one and two for MVP, right? And so, like, they're just in a really interesting spot of their careers that it would have made sense that 10 years later, the first two ladies that touch Summer Madness rematch, and they're better than who they were 10 years ago on the same card. And this card also kind of has the bars over names kind of energy. <laughs> just a little bit, just a little bit. It definitely got the bars over names kind of energy. But there's some names on this card. There's some names on this card, so I'm not going to do all that. The point is, though... um, I would have preferred to have seen that, but seeing her and Rum is not a it's, it's a battle I needn't like too. It's a battle I didn't see coming. Uh Jazz is, is tactical, strategic. She knows how to win battles, especially when her back is against the wall and she's uh she's fearful of her opponent because of the certain things they could they can certain ways they could attack her that other people cannot attack her with. So how does she combat that? How does she deflect that? How does she neutralize it? So you really get Jazz in a in a in a thinking bag to like, all right, how do I beat somebody of the caliber of Nitty? Meanwhile, this guy is just punching your fucking lights out, straight up, straight up. This guy is just straight punching your life away. Like when when Nitty, if Nitty has like a round at the caliber of his first round against A Ward against Jazz, it's in the same place, by the way, two King of Diamonds. If he has a round of that caliber. I'm going to just go grab the nearest shovel and just throw it to Jazz and tell her to dig herself out the grave. Because when I saw that round against A-Ward, I was like, oh, this is what death feels like. <laughs> this is what it's like. Listen, Nitty's still one of the best in the world. I'm very happy that he's found a way to stay active. Um, you might see him with some more big matches real, real soon. Wink, wink. So 
you know, the reigning Cody is right back on top again. You know what I mean? Cody versus Wody themed card. Uh, might as well see if Chilla Jones and Vixen's schedule is free, right? Or, you know what I'm saying? In no situation would you ever find Chilla Jones and Vixen battling, let alone even be on the same card. <laughs> so you might as well just complete the theme, complete the trilogy here. So I'm excited for it. And, you know, and I do want to, I do want to close off with this though. So I've seen everybody very excited about these announcements and, you know, me personally, like every time I see a league has a really big announcement, there's an audience of people, you know, fans, some of the rappers, some of the media, this kind of like, Hey, URLs, uh, they're clenching their fists. Their fist, they're, they're, they're angry. They got the art to fist. They got to call something. They got it. They're, they're tight. Like, bro, let's, let's pump the brakes for a second here. Okay. And unfortunately, I'm going to sound like a URL flag waver, but it's, it's, it's less about that. And it's more about just uplifting the idea of parody existing in battle rap. Like clearly some of y'all must be new here because, you know, six, seven, eight years ago, this does sound like a long time ago, but from like 2014, 15, 16, and 17, there was so much diversity in battle rap. There was so much range. There was so much parody. You had four, five, six leagues that were active. There was in competition with, with obviously with content and battles. And you had a, a multitude of just big marquee matchups, top tier opponents, people going overseas. Matches that you never thought you needed, blockbuster battles, title matches, judge battles, things on the line, historic events, third-party ventures. So many things were happening in the culture away from URL. You know what I'm saying? URL was also making big matches happen in conjunction, too. But there was a point in time you had UW, you had King of the Dot, you had RB, you had Guerrilla Warfare, you had Don't Flop. You had all these leagues making multiple, like, splashes in the culture all at once. All at once. And truth be told, like, I'm pulling this up real quick. So shout outs to BattleRap.com, uh, old editorial site. Obviously, Rap Grid. Big shout outs to Rap Grid because they have some list from multiple years. They, this, is imp- this is the important part of list, right? You get to document history. You get to document the conversation in a nice little time capsule. So when you go look at 2014, right? Let's look at 2014. Rap Grid has the top 10 battles of the year list on 2014. Pulling this up right now. In 2014, eight different leagues were included in their top 10 battles of the list. They had battles like Isaac Knox versus Carter Deems, Jazz versus 40 Bar, Sharon versus Shotgun Shook, Sir versus Hitman, Pat Stay versus Disaster, um, Big K versus Danny Myers, Big K versus Big, uh, Big Cannon, Charlie versus Daylight, obviously Hollow versus Lux. Don't even get me started. The total slaughter was around during that time, too. So, like, RB's first year in the game as well. That's when they first started, 2014. So there you have it, eight different leagues in the top 10 battles. Let's go to, there wasn't a list for 2016, um, so we're going to skip that year. But we're going to go to 2015 next. 2015 had seven different leagues. You can go to BattleRap.com. And, and also, you can also go to, like, all these other hip-hop websites that were documenting lists at the time. There's multiple different battles on this list. That's amazing. 2017, the most probably more recent one, Hip-Hop DX. They were covering a lot about rap at the time, and they put the top 10 battles of 2017. They have seven different leagues here. Oxymodon versus Disaster. 
Holodon versus Tayrock, Shock the Rebel versus Soul, Big K versus JC, uh, Oops versus Excel, Beat Out versus Loso, which has the eye battle, Dunch versus E. Farrell. So, like, look at how many different leagues are flourishing in these years. And if I made a whole list of all the blockbuster matchups that were happening in battle rap away from URL during that time period, you would re- you actually realize that. There's a little bit of like nature healing to a degree. And now we're getting back to a competitive landscape where multiple leagues are flourishing. And I think that's, listen, as a consumer, you win when leagues compete, you get more content in media. If you're not going to talk about the drama, you're not going to storm chase you win because you get multiple different events and different storylines to follow and track and talk about, you know what I'm saying? The the only issue here, I, I see the underlying issue is that from 2020 to 2022, you know, obviously, URL and Caffeine, they had a bit of a dynastic partnership. They had 50-plus live stream events for free. They had five tournaments, multiple gnomes and summer madnesses, the Drake card, and a bunch of other big events and, and small events in between. And some some events that were obviously, you know, poor in, in timing, preparation, content. It's not, it, wasn't all, it wasn't all glitz and glamour. But the point is, in those three years, you got 50 events for free. With so many different storylines, so many different matches and content. You got battles like B-Dot and Saga. Obviously, it wasn't on Caffeine, but it was in that time period. You got Daylight and in, in, in Rock, Easy in Chess. You know what I'm saying? Uh, easy, so some of these big matches during the tournament, of course. You got uh, Twerk and Real Sick. The list, the list goes on, right? So in that three-year run, when King of the Dot was a bit more dormant, they had the Grand Prix in the season, uh, but that's just pretty much it. RB had four live streams in, in that time period. Obviously, UW is gone. Guerrilla Warfare is gone. Don't Flop is gone. Um, Chrome 23 didn't exist yet. Bullpen was a little inactive. They had only one or two events. Queen of the Ring, a little inactive. Barely had events. They had to go get in conjunction with Caffeine and URL. And then you started seeing the ladies get more opportunities. Like, let's just not forget about there was a dynastic run in the time period where all of Battle Rap, was I don't want to say all of battle rap, but the majority bulk line of battle rap was streamlined through this 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 method through through URL caffeine queen of ring all of that combined right it was there it lived there you know what I'm saying and maybe now it's kind of like comparing it to the KD uh, Golden State Warrior years it was three years they went to the finals and KD left and the Warriors had to rebuild for two years and caffeine might be on the way out and URL has to rebuild for a year or two and that's okay. That's okay because they definitely gave us a couple t- chips and titles along the way. You know what I'm saying? And the way that they set up their business acumen between streaming, having the app, really carried in the pandemic during a point in time where there was social distancing. We couldn't be at venues and things were just very different and weird during that time period of the world. And I feel like that part is kind of lost in translation because we love the idea of there just being so much competition for, you know, in the landscape. And I think that's fine. I have no problem with there being so much comp- competition. I love it. In fact, I very much like it. And there's a point in time prior to 2020, we did a little a, a pie chart of like leagues that we covered at LTBR and only 30% of our content was URL based. The other 70% went to multiple other leagues. So they weren't even half of our content at the time period before they went and started just to dominate the market for a little bit. And you know what? They've, they've held the crown for a bit of time. They can they can eat a little bit of crow. They can have a bad year. They're having a losing year. That's fine. But I, I just don't like the excitement for them to fail. I also don't like this idea that everything has to be in comparison against them, that it's better. But 
everything they do can't be better than somebody else. Let's just enjoy what's going on here, okay? You got the Mecca going down this weekend, July 29th, also I battle. Following week, you got No Entourage, August 5th. Following week, you got a, a three-day weekend from GTX, August 11th, 12th, and 13th. We're off for a week. Then you got Summer Madness going down in Houston. Uh, after that, you got Chrome 23 and the Riot back-to-back. Then you got the Trenches card, the Nostalgia, New York Philly card. Then you got Chrome 23, Easy versus Geechee. Like, did you just hear this? Like, I just, there's so many events in this, in this span of, in the span of time. There's like, why am I, you know, at this point, why am I even focused on the fact that <laughs> this league or this card has been in this card? I got a bunch of cards to, to, to worry and cover about and write, st- write about and make storylines and content of. Like, I don't got to worry about none of that. And so I get it. The fans are going to compare. I have no problem with that. You know, saying the rappers obviously have chosen the side and drawn, drawn a line to the sand. They're either on this side of the street or the other side. So they're going to, you know, they're going to have banter. But the media? I'm confused. You win right now. You win with all the content everywhere. You know what I'm saying? So, like, just pump the brakes a little bit. All right. That's it for me today. Hope you guys enjoyed this. We will be doing a radio roulette show. I think tonight Titus will be holding it down. You guys can talk about these announcements. A uh, bunch of bunch of big stuff in the works. Uh, more articles coming up. Check out that Ace Amin article that just published by Q. Let's talk battlerap.com. Our senior staff writer, Q Moody. Uh, we got two events this weekend, iBattle and the bullpen, the Mecca car. So we will be covering both. I'll be at iBattle and the Mecca will be streaming on Sunday on Caffeine. A little tape delay. It's going to happen on Saturday. They're going to record it and they're going to air it on Sunday. We've got a tape delay event. All right. So then whatever narratives exist on Saturday, we're going to be watching because we, we're going to find out the next day if it's real or not. Um, so be on the lookout for that. We will be covering both those cards. And uh, let's talk about it.com. We out.